This is the Spapreneur Podcast, episode 170. Today's episode is brought to you by Demented Ramona. <laughs> to be fair, she has very tiny humans and they're around a lot. You can't listen to uh, our show. Hello. So I've not been listening to things because even if I listen, I probably won't remember. <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. Serious spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the weak. And the lesson in this was I didn't follow my own advice. This is the Spapreneur Podcast with Ramona Rice and Lynn Graves. She is the main owner of the company. I am the COO. I get to be emotional. Right. I don't. Spapreneurs. I don't sound my normal, like, joyful, like, oh my God, it's so exciting we're here. It's because it's 8 p.m. Normally on this Monday night, I would be at home with my husband. Um, But this fantastic guest that we have, a lot of you actually probably know her already um, because she's a champion in massage um, because she's declared herself and I agree. Um, But um, she is in Australia. So the accent's going to be fantastic. So get your, um, what do y'all eat? Is it Vegemite, Marmonite, some of it? We'll get into that. Um, You know, it's biscuits down there and things are on Barbies and they have really good beaches and, you know, and the, and just weird animals. And I just love the country so much. It's on my bucket list to go, but we're really going to be talking about Insta and Instagram and how to use it for your business. But it is the one, the only Alicia Cook from Massage Champions is on the podcast. Hooray! I'm so happy you're here. Good day, Ramona. How you doing? I am well. I am well. Okay, so again, it's 8 p.m. where I am. It's what 10 a.m. your time. So you're it in the is, future. I'm from the future. I'm from the future. Yes. So and it's great. The sun is shining. It's a happy day. That's that's awesome. I'm super excited and I'm super thrilled that you wanted to come on the podcast again. I always get geeked out when other people in our industry are like, I want to come to your podcast. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so special. So yes. You are totally special. Yes. All right. So we're going to get into it because Instagram, I completely agree, is a game changer platform for locally based businesses. And you and I both know our target markets, day spas and massage therapy clinics are typically locally owned businesses. They're trying to go up against corporate chains. I don't know if you have to do corporate chains the way we do in America. If the envies and the luxes have invaded the great land down under or not, but it, it is a constant struggle because again, I've always said this, you know, when you are a massage therapist, an esthetician, you know, whatever, a wellness practitioner who's still doing the actual work of being the wellness professional. And then you have to go and put on that CEO hat and that chief marketing officer hack. And you're trying to do all this stuff and have a life. It can be really tricky. So I cannot wait to dive into Instagram because I feel like it is still a growing platform and it's constantly changing. And it's one of the platforms I'm still not comfortable with for my own business. So I always like to learn. Bring it on. Yeah. All right. So first off. Okay. So I will be honest for my own day spot. We are really laxing with instant. We're super comfortable with Facebook. Facebook seems super easy. Our clients like us on Facebook, but I know that my younger market is on Instagram and that's a growing market and it's an emerging place. How do I, do I treat Instagram differently than Facebook? Like, is it really its own thing? Cause they're all owned by the same thing. It's very confusing. 
So I think of Instagram is a little bit like a Porsche or a Rolls Royce. Like it's a classy, classy car as opposed to, we call them a ute. Here you probably have like a utility, which is Facebook. You can throw anything on Facebook and know, you know, like when was the last time you unliked a business or, well, maybe people lately, but mainly mainly businesses on Facebook. Whereas Instagram, oh no, no, no. You, you can like and follow and unfollow people all the time and they do. So it's kind of like, thinking about it like it's a little bit classier it's a little bit sexier and it's a little bit more manual as well so it's more organic and kind of there's ways that you can kind of bulk put on there but really it's about making things look really gorgeous and pretty and knowing how to do that okay and I see a lot of it like especially like we'll talk about the aesthetics today so I know you're really familiar with the massage space but with massage it's interesting my mom and I were just talking about this um the other day in that you know with like hair or with skincare those those changes sometimes are instant but with massage it's it's different you know or some of our other modalities like yoga or pilates that people are listening to that own those kind of studios it's not as that instant like oh I can definitely see the results like you 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 know you show a waxing or like pimple popping on Instagram, you know, it's working, but with massage, it's kind of like, it looks like it feels good, but does it actually do what we want it to do? How do we manage that? Because, you know, I I think a lot of massage therapists particularly are scared of Instagram. They don't see the benefit as much as our skincare sisters do, you know? And I think you can, like, you're right. Like pimple popping on Insta. Oh my God. It's my guilty pleasure. And I freaking love it. Okay. Can we talk about this really fast? Can we unpack when the pandemic first started, I watched endless amounts of pimple popping and earwax removal. (gasps) <gasps> earwax removal <gasps> yes. I'm so excited that's ridiculous okay okay so I know it's gross I know it's gross but at that uh, point I was like there's a place in the world where people were getting cleaned out yes. there was yes. this British guy and he was cleaning out earwax and he was cleaning out like cotton bubs and with the balls and all kinds of things and uh, it made me so happy so yeah so those are the videos and love them or like them a lot of people are like ew gross because my husband's like please don't tell me you're watching that right now but they get views and it's like an instant oh, yeah. like whoa it's like a car crash yeah so it's good we've got to think a little bit less literal when it comes to massage so it's like firstly what are some things around your massage clinic that look amazing and it could be the way you roll your towels it could be your it could be setting up your table because to us that's just like we do that five times a day who cares but your clients don't see the fact that you are removing linen and putting it back on and making it tidy it could be you doing a fast video or a time-lapse video of you rolling your towels uh it could be um you know doing a stretch having your own massage if you've got a team you can take a photo take a selfie of yourself on the table you know cover the right bits up Uh, but it also then says hey look i have massage too and these team that i train are pretty darn amazing you should come and have a treatment with them so it's not necessarily before and after which is what we would do like you said with waxing or lots of other things we can do so we less before and after unless you want to show squishy towel face which i think is one of my personal favorites when people come out and they're like oh my god that was amazing Obviously, it's a podcast. You can't see my face, but you can infer what Y'all I was know what like face she's given. You know, again, I once had a woman. This is when I was working the front desk a while ago, like back when my babies who are now taller than me were sh- definitely shorter than me. And a woman comes out. Right. And she's out. Y'all, if babies are in this car, first of all, they should not be listening to this podcast anyway. You know me, but turn down and let just fast forward about 30 seconds. Okay. So she comes out of the room, Alicia, and she, and she like rubs her hair like this. You know, she, and she's like, oh my God, I feel like I was just fucked without any of the mess. And I'm like, damn it. I can't use that review. You can't put that out there, but that's what you want. And like, so I'm asking you, how do I get 
that. I mean, I could tell that story now probably, but I, I, you know, people like, I'll give an example. We had recently, um, one of our former massage therapists, um, she, uh, this can sound sad, but it's, it's a kind of a humor story. Anyway, she, um, actually met her husband. He was a client of hers and they started dating. So she stopped massaging him professionally because that's not allowed. Okay. So she did that, but then they got married and had babies and he passed away. And so we were saying something nice about her and something about this and a client actually got nasty and like commented on there. And so I went snarky and go, well, actually her husband just died. So can you not say this? And then they deleted the comments. So people are weird about that kind of stuff, but it's like, I feel like that personality of your business though needs to shine. And Insta seems like, because they're adding so many stuff, their stories, they're the actual regular Pull, like feed. Yeah, the feed bit that comes up. Yep. And then there are reels now. And then there's the TV. Like it's like four different things. What do I choose? It's a buffet of things and it's too much. So there's, there's your feed, which is the bit that you look at when you go on your phone, you go on Instagram, you're like, Oh, look there. That's great. Did you know the average user of Instagram uses it for 50, 56 minutes a day? Wow. And Facebook 58. Now that means some people out there are using it an imperial F ton more than others because I know some people have an account but don't really use it. Sure. So it, they're, they're there for a long time. So what they look at is the feed. That's the that's the bit, the nine tiles. They're the photos and videos that you upload as a business. And that's quite curated. That's the sexy, pretty, gorgeous, more poised, posed, nice lighting stuff you want on there. Then you've got stories. Stories are what's called ethereal media. Uh, that's like, it means it goes away in 24 hours and that's more your kind of less curated and more personal life so if you go for a hike in the mountains or if you have our joke over here is avocado on toast I don't know if you guys eat avocado on toast but uh, uh, you put a oh, mortgage yes. your house yeah like that's a thing yeah, yeah. so you've got to oh, like yeah. mortgage your house to get an avocado and you put it on toast with cheese and it's like oh my god look at this and with you know a hundred billion photos fo- sorry a hundred million photos uploaded in a 24-hour period I figured that's a lot of avocado toast so if you're going on the weekend and having brekkie then you'd you know hashtag avocado all that stuff gets to be on your stories and that's sort of there for 24 hours IGTV goes for longer it's going to be less than 15 minutes and more than a minute uh, and that's sort of just to give them an opportunity to kind of look, you know, classy and have a bit of a longer format video. And then Reels, which I saw you've had a crack at, which is good fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is Instagram's like answer to TikTok. Uh, and basically they're like, hey, we can be cool like TikTok. And TikTok are like, no, actually TikTok's a little bit cooler. But that's okay. You can download your TikTok that you make on TikTok and upload it to Reels. And it doesn't seem to get you less views at this point. Um, and Instagram always rewards first fast followers. So it was only introduced on the platform in 2020. Uh, around August, we got it here in Australia and you guys got it a little bit before us, but it's very new and Instagram loves it. If there's a, if there's a platform, if there's a new element to it and you use that, oh, Instagram is going to be like all over there. Like, well done, go you and here you go. Have more engagement. Okay. So again, that's a plethora. So let's say they're like me where we've kind of used it for de- like spotpreneur is easy for me because it's just me. So I'm like, oh yeah, I can post and do all that stuff. But with the, with the day spot, because again, I have 30 practitioners and I love them, but Alicia, I don't trust them when it comes to the marketing of the business. I'm not handing them the phone though. It probably would be fun results if I just gave them like, I thought about this, like just get them an iPad or phone that they can, you know, use and do it themselves and follow themselves around and see what happens. And, you know, let's see what happens. That's one way of doing it. But there are so many like 
apps and things that you can do to schedule. Like I've heard things where, oh, you should only schedule within the Facebook platform or you should only use like later or there's social B or there's this or there's that. So, there's heaps of them. There's, I don't think there's any right or wrong. Okay. Using an external platform is great because you, to, again, to my understanding, it's not that you get less reach when you use them. Um, I know we've used Planoly or Planoly, however you want to pronounce it. And basically you can move the tiles around. So for that curated feed, you can go, oh, I don't like that there. It should be better there. Um, a way that we do this with our team, because I have a team of people that work with me and they do all, they sort of schedule a lot of our social media um, and I put in the personal stuff through Instagram, is we have a Dropbox uh, folder and they basically just get all of the, um, you know, all the photos and images that we take, that James and I take around, uh, and then they just use that. So potentially you could do that with your staff if you're like, all right, here's an iPad, here's a phone, put it into this folder and then you get to choose what is going up and what is not going up and what's the story and what's kind of, what's pushing the envelope. We, we, I remember once we had an admin posting for her. She was young. She put up a photo half naked of Ryan Gosling with a puppy and a wine talking about what happens at the end of a finish line. And I'm like, oh, my God. The, the unprofessionalism of my business. What I actually found is we had tons of engagement because a lot of people were like me and they loved a good half-naked Ryan Gosling pic. And it didn't actually ruin our business. In fact, it was better. And I said, okay, every six weeks we can post something like that, but no more because that's just too far. Uh, so you can totally bring your own personality through your social media feeds. Yeah, I've seen some where some day spas, they have like a baby Yoda. And so they're putting baby Yoda in the spa treatments. Like, so that's kind of fun and a little less like risque though. Again, if Ryan Gosling shows up at your day spa and you're not, well, you shouldn't blast it out to the world. Wait a couple of weeks. But if he magically shows up and he says, sure, then yeah, post. Anyway, we won't go there. That's a whole different, that's a whole different time. Just, just seriously. I, I, I want to be there when Ryan goes, and we've had like football players come in here, um, you know, from our local area, but not like, no, nothing like that. But yeah, but I love Austin. Not yet. Too. Ramona, I, not, yet. not yet. I will put it out there in the universe. Cause you never know. They may need to do a movie about, you know, Yorktown, which is down the way. Um, so it, but it, you make it seem like it's fun. And when you have a team, but let's say again, I'm by myself. Let's pretend back in the day, because you started, I, I love your story. Very similar to my mom, where you started in your lounge, which is what a living room in, in America, right? Yeah. So yeah, you started exactly. your massage practice with one table, right? Yep. In your yep. lounge. My mom started with a conference room that she rented and one, one table. So I love this story. And then you wound up getting like nine practitioners. We have a little bit more than that with the, like we have 7,500 square feet now. It's crazy. Like I look around and I'm like, what the hell are we doing? So how do you, if, if you were that baby massage therapist, because back when you started Instagram probably wasn't a thing back when my mom started the internet, I don't even think existed. Cause she's so she's old. I didn't say it, but she's mature. Old. She's mature. Ramona. That's what we say of the elderly. They're mature. <laughs> she's sassy. <laughs> That's for sure. She doesn't listen to the podcast anymore. It's okay. And watch it. This will be the one episode she listens to. She's going to be like, damn it, Ramona. Ronnie Lane, stop it. Okay. So, but let's say we're that single massage therapist again, and, or that single practitioner again, how do we fit this in our busy schedule? We're already trying to fit as many clients as we can, trying to get clients, trying to do all the things we need to do. How would you go about like a scheduling plan for like a single massage therapist starting out? Like, okay, how do I get started with this? And how do I keep going? Because at first it's going to be crickets, crickets, crickets. How do we build that momentum? 
So let me start off by saying, what's the purpose? Because I think starting with why helps everything else. Yeah, like starting with why makes everything work out. Number one, if you have enough clients right now and you're rocking out on social media through Facebook and you've got a website and all the things are working and you don't care about Instagram, rock on. If you're kind of looking at Instagram going, oh, I think I should, but I don't want to, because that was me. I'm like, Facebook, love it. Instagram, hated it. Like, uh, this is for the cool kids. I'm not the cool kid. Like, um, I like Facebook because you can throw anything on it and it doesn't really matter. Fine, I'll do Instagram if I have to. So if you're like, okay, fine, I think I should, or I actually want to, then then it, that's when you would use the platform because Facebook is still the largest social media platform. It's the number one platform that people go to. Uh, Instagram here in Australia is the second most free downloaded app. So it's kind of, you know, it's, it's very much a, a very close player, but you don't have to use it if you don't want to. However, if you're listening to this podcast, you're clearly kind of interested in thinking about Instagram, then you need to come across. Now, Instagram is more manual, so it is going to take more time. Facebook, you can put scheduling apps and you can use scheduling apps for your feed but if you want to do stories they're only there for 24 hours and as far as I'm aware you've got to actually post those yourself each day so you can and again you can have other people in your team schedule as long as they understand what your brand is Um, and it means that you might be and you call this CEO time yeah like where you're working on your business just in it yeah it means that you might spend a little bit of your ceo time each week kind of thinking right what am i going to post because they reckon you know one or or, or one post a day or minimum three posts a week are great and stories if you can post three a day will get more engagement so you know that's kind of now if you if you want to take it then you're like okay you know in the first week i've never done this before i've got no followers then and that's what you have on on facebook we have likes and on instagram we have followers go and follow a hundred people so for example if you're if you love coffee and i'm from melbourne so we're the coffee capital of the world we declare that as a self status yeah the coffee capital of the world um then you would you might go to your favorite cafe and you'd see who follows your favorite cafe and you would follow all of those people and they go oh but you know like the spark followed me okay yeah you know I, i know them i go and see them click you know done they start to like now, following 100 people today probably takes you 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, I do it on the couch when my kids are going to sleep. They're taller than me. They should be very old enough to put themselves to bed. But still, I have to. My son told me he's 13 and he said, you are putting me to bed every single night until I leave home. And I'm not leaving home till 25. I'm like, can I record that and play that back to you later? However, I digress. <laughs> so we have to sit upstairs and wait for them not to go to sleep, but we just have to wait a couple of minutes because, you know, that helps them. Whatevs. I'll, I'll take that as a parenting win. So we go out there and that's what I do. I just sit there and I just, you know, follow 100 people a day. Uh, so that's a free and easy way to kind of get traction. Um, and then just take photos of a few things around. Like have a look around and go, what can I take photos of? What What is kind of interesting? And then videos can be helpful things. Rather than before and afters, do you have a stretch that you tell your clients to do every single, you know, every third client that comes in has a neck issue, you're like, open up the pecs, this is how we do it, then show them how to do that stretch. Have you got a spiky ball? Then use this spiky ball and show them how to use it. Like it it doesn't actually have to be rocket science. You're not a brain surgeon. You're a massage therapist who's really good at what they do or, a, you know, like aesthetician, whoever is listening to this, you guys know what it is that you do. And all you're doing is just taking what you do in the treatment room and showing that to what to, to people before they even come in. So they can get us an experience of what you do before they even come in and actually experience who you are. I, I love this because not only 
um, doing it three times a week is I think really reasonable and three stories a day. Stories are typically what 30 seconds long. You can easily do things like polls. You could easily do questions of the day, like, like avocado toast. Do you like avocado toast for breaky or not? You know, like, like, is that your thing? Or are you more of a, you know, we have biscuits where I'm from. Cause I'm in, I'm in the Southern half of the United States. So a good biscuit sandwich is usually what, and it's not like a cookie. It's like, kind of like a savory scone is the only way I'm going to describe it. It's delicious. Um, yeah. 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 And there's usually, Vegemite, little... yeah, we put some Vegemite on that. Yeah. Uh, you, you certainly may. I have had Vegemite. It's was not my favorite thing. I'll be real Question, honest. Can I ask you this? Did you have yeah. your Vegemite to butter ratio or did you put it on like you would put jam? No, I had a proper Australian do it for me in England because he brought some. Good. So he had, but so he, it was bread. And then there was butter. And then he put like a, like the tiniest smear of the stuff. Tiny shit. This is the thing. Cause this is the problem yeah. with people is they put it on like jam. No, just a tiny bit. However, and the you- Tim Tams are really good. Y'all, y- y- you do have a good cookie. Tim Tam slam. Yeah. Those are, that's really good. Yes. Yes. No, no, no. Okay. If you've never had Australian treats, you should, it's, it, they're delicious and everybody should try the Vegemite at least once or twice. It, it, you know, again, we have things like hot pepper jelly. You'd, you're like, what is that? It's like, they literally pepper down here where I am. We pickle everything like okra and green beans, delicious. But also we do hot pepper jam and we sprinkle it, we spread it on cream cheese and we eat on crackers. It's really good. Yeah, I know it has. But again, if you're eating this kind of food, this is the stuff you put on Instagram. So this, you can true. this story right now. So I could totally do a story after this podcast. I'll give you an example. I could do a story. Like I just had a conversation on a podcast about massage. We were talking about Vegemite and hot pepper jelly and cream cheese, you know, and that that's kind of what you do. Um, you know, the other thing I love doing is we just, so we use eminence in our day spa. I love that brand so much. And, you know, it's a high price brand. It's, a, it's you know, it's, a, you know, it, it's, it, it is like the queen of brands in, in spa land when it comes to aesthetics. And I love featuring like a product of the week. So you could easily do like an Instagram live. You could do a lot. And here's the thing. Now I'm thinking this out loud. So spapreneurs take notes of this. What I would do is I would plan out, okay, Thursdays are my product day, whatever day of the week it is. So every week you're going to release a product. Okay. You're going to do a story about the product. You're going to do some posts about the product. And then you do a video of someone using the product, whether it's, you know, in your treatment or at home or whatever it is. So they see that this is a real product and what it does for your skin or, or whatever it is, or the treatment. I love that. And you can plan those out. So I'm going to challenge my spapreneurs, um, you know, and whoever's listening to this episode, you know, think about the next four weeks because we're leading into the holiday season. Think about those things because you can start gearing up to this. And if you practice now, it means that when it comes time for November, when we're starting to buy gift certificates, and yes, you still want people to buy gift certificates, spapreneurs, do not lie to yourself. Okay. Gift certificates are a beautiful thing because it's basically a paid review. They're my favorite thing to sell, but that's what I mean. So you can start talking about that, all kinds of different things. But I think what it is, is because again, it seems so complicated because there's so many different options. So out of the four kind of, we've mentioned, I even mentioned Instagram live. That's another one. So there's five things you can do on Instagram. What is the most important? If you're going to do nothing else, like what are the two that you would choose? Post on your feed and stories. They're the two most important things because that's what everyone does. One cool thing with the story is that you can select it to be highlighted and that then goes on your, so when come, someone comes to your feed, it'll actually be highlighted there. So, for example, if you sell gift vouchers, put that there. If you sell products, when you put a story up, highlight it so that when someone comes, it's a little bit like a mini website because you can also sell stuff 
on uh, Instagram. So for example, I know people that use this like a mini website. So they have like their client testimonials here. They have uh, their products and they have gift vouchers or gift certificates. And it's awesome because you can actually sell them through Instagram. Woohoo! Yeah, no, I love this. And I also think too, it's really important to follow not only people in your local area, follow other day spas and other professionals. One of my favorite Instagram accounts, I, I was just pulling up now. It is a black owned day spa in New Orleans, Louisiana. I love this Instagram account. It's queendom underscore aesthetics. Everyone go there and like it right now. I love her videos. I love her energy. I love her posting because she does a variety of lots of different things. But what's cool about it is it gives me ideas. Now I'm not going to directly steal her videos. That's wrong, but it gives me ideas going, huh, we could show that, or we could do that. So don't be afraid of that. I also love, and Alicia, I don't know if you know, about the Gary V dollar 80 strategy. Um, do you know anything about that at all? Um, no, I where, that one. Oh, okay. This, okay. This strategy is great. He talks about if he were to start again, this is what he did on Twitter is he would say, um, take, uh, like, I think it's, it, <laughs> I'm going to butcher this, but basically you're going to give your two cents to 90 different posts in like 10 different hashtags. So nine. Okay. So you pick 10 hashtags that you're going to follow in your niche, whatever it is, or your local area. And you pick nine accounts that day who are talking about that hashtag and you add something to the conversation. You add something really good to the conversation. So that's where the dollar 80, cause it's 90 times two. Cause you're going to do it like for 10 hashes. So it's like nine times 10 anyway, or you're going to do it twice. I don't know. Look it up, but it's, it's a great strategy. And what I love about it is that it's not like you begging for likes. It's you going out into your community and offering like good things. So let's say for example, you know, there are going to be people posting in your local community that have problems you can solve. Like yeah. I need a great idea for a baby shower. Well, why don't you give her a gift certificate to your prenatal clinic, or yeah, I need well, a, us come in. Let us, we'll come in and do some spa treatments. Yes. Yes. Exactly. yes, exactly. So don't be afraid to do that. And I love Instagram too. I will say this for especially smaller businesses, because it's such a locally based platform. Unlike a lot of the other platforms, even like TikTok, it, I love, let me be very clear. I love TikTok is the most, I, before this episode, I was on TikTok kind of scrolling going, Ooh, what's in there? What's in there? So, but it's not as local as Instagram. You can't search as much local. I, I found as Instagram because Instagram, you can type in your area code. You can type in your zip code, your postal code, your city. Like again, she's in Melbourne. So you could do Melbourne and I'm sure Melbourne has different neighborhoods. You hashtag whatever neighborhood. So that kind of stuff gets you hyper local. And if you're really engaged in there, people start seeing you as the spot. And I still think, especially after, and I know y'all are under um, quarantine again, because you had one one precious case of the COVID, whereas we have yeah. resilience. We, we had a whole hundred and eighty cases, I think, today. That's it's in Melbourne. Yeah, so that's we're like one. That's like one floor of one hospital in America, but that's okay. Um, please, please get vaccinated. Please, please get vaccinated. I'm proudly yeah. vaccinated. And we're working on it. When we're, we're nearly at seventy percent in our state, that's very exciting. I'm I'm very jealous of you. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> Yay, Australia. Yay, Australia, New Zealand. <laughs> Yay for those countries down out here. Okay. It's a dicey conversation, Ramona. I know. But, you know I am, uh, but, but here's the thing. You can easily use Instagram, though, to explain your mask mandate policies, reminders of policies. If you are a day spa that wants people to wear masks during treatment, that's a great place to say. Because at least if nothing else, I feel like, Alicia, you're letting people know this is where we stand. So we're not going to have this argument in the day spa. If you don't like yeah, it, exactly. there's, there's somewhere else. I think 
think people should be comfortable doing that. But again, like she says, it's a dicey conversation. The other thing is, please, dear God, ask permission of clients before you put their photos up. Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Make sure that they have you have consent that you can use their name. Uh, and often it's good if it's done in writing. So if I'm going to take a photo of a client or um, anything like that, I would ask them for it and email that ask because then I've got it in writing. So yeah, do whatever you like, doll. That's totally fine. Um, also making sure, like, for example, when I'm massaging in my office, my laptop is down because there's no cameras anywhere. You know, things like that make your clients feel enormously safe because they have a right to feel safe in that treatment room, uh, especially if you are, and I've got heaps of clients that do this. I've got lots of sports people and they just, like, they're just storying the crap out of every person who comes in. They're scraping, they're, like, copying, they're, all the things. And I'm like, as and occasionally they'll say, thank you so much to this client for giving consent for sharing this, you know, and I think that that's really good because it makes people feel safe if they're like, if they're not hashtag look at my body on Instagram kind of person, uh, it makes them feel safe that they're not going to be photographed without their knowledge and then thrown all over uh, Instagram or something like that. Yeah, because that's creepy and gross. And we don't like creepy and gross, you know, and, and I think it's, it's important. And honestly, most people, you know, a good portion of your clients, number one, once you to succeed, they want to share what great work you're doing. They have no problem. And they really don't have to do anything. Um, the other thing is, again, invest in. So I have on the side of me a swish mount. Um, it's just a clamp. Um little thingy that holds the phone. It has a little ring light. You can do that. You know, this equipment isn't expensive, but it's going to make your job easier. So to have, because also if you're going to record so many sessions, your clients still deserve your full attention. So you're not going to worry about what shots you're getting. You're still going to give the client exactly what he or she needs. Um, but I love these kind of like, again, peek in there because they get an idea of, Ooh, what's that? What's yeah. that treatment? What's happening to her skin? How do I get that? And it's called buyer safety because if people get what you do before they even come in, it's like, okay, well, all of a sudden getting my brows done doesn't seem like something that only these elite people do. Or having a wax doesn't feel quite as scary because I don't look like that, you know, what I thought I had to look like in order to come in. And it, yes. for us, we've just gone spring. So people sort of do the, you know, pull out the um, the chainsaw to get rid of the hairs and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I've got those memes going around. I know you guys are going to fall, but there's, you yeah. know, yay being down here. Uh, and it's like people want to feel safe and okay with the body and the skin that they're in. And for those that need that extra level of trust, we can use social media to be able to share that. And I think that's really beautiful. Really I, do, I, I do too. And, and again, think about your core values, Spapreneur. Anytime you're doing any kind of marketing efforts of this, your core values need to shine. So if your core values are body inclusivity, then have a wide variety of shapes, colors, sizes, genders, you name it, as long as it's your ideal client. And that's the other thing, dear Spapreneurs, make sure the Instagram is cultivated to attract your ideal client that you actually want to repel the others to other places, because it's not that they are bad. It's just, they are not the right fit for you. And that is okay. Seriously, this is such good things because you, you really inspire me to go, okay, let me rethink my own day spas. Hell, even Spapreneurs, I'm going, Hmm, what can I do? Uh, you know, because it's one of those things where again, it can be your own little mini reality show without the drama where people oh, can get to know you. Way to put it. I yeah. love this. Yes. Yeah. Do you, do you yeah. get, do you have reality shows in Australia? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Actually, we do. We just get the voice and we've got SAS Australia at the moment going through to, um, yeah, the bachelor and the, you know, all the things. Do you I get it? Get yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure you get like a, do you, is there an Australian bachelor? There is. Oh yeah. And there's farmer meets a wife. Do you have that? That's pretty no. awesome. 
pretty Aussie. Yeah, farmer meets a wife. That's um oh yeah, and all these farmers in their like their shirts and they're tucked into their, you know, jeans with their big buckle and yeah. Wow. Um, oh, it's interesting. It's an interesting wow. I will say I did watch an Australian um in, um reality show when I was getting planning my wedding called Australia's Cheapest Weddings. It was it's on Netflix. It was so delightful because one of the girls sang at her wedding and it was not pleasant, but it was I got some great ideas of what not to do. Um, you know, <laughs> and it was so interesting seeing how different con- countries celebrate weddings. It's honestly very similar to American. So, you know, because I feel like I'll say it. Um America is very self-centered. We are. We think the entire world spins around us and it's not true. And the only reason I realized that Alicia was in 2017, I went to London for like three weeks. And when I turned on the news, I'm like, wait a minute, they're not talking about America. Unless this is unless it's a shooting. I'm like, oh, okay. They don't really talk about us that much. So we're, we're not the same universe. Scared. He's like, I'm never going to America. It's so scary. I'm like, what are you talking? Like, I've been uh, been to New York and I've been to Las Vegas and Washington. And it's like, I'm like, I was honestly safer. I felt safer there than I have felt in parts of Australia. And he's like, yeah, yeah but I'm like, no, seriously. It's, they're just beautiful, normal humans with a pulse and stuff. And they're just, it's great. It's a, it's a fun and, country. And they, and we talk funny. Um, yeah. Her name is Alicia cook. Um, seriously. I love what you and James are doing. Talk about massage champions. I, I want to talk about this. Are you, I didn't realize you're still a practicing massage therapist. Look, I am just a little bit. So I just treat a, a handful of people. I sold my practice about five years ago. Uh, and I, look, I ran my clinic for 16 years. I've been massaging. I had major back condition at 15, which is what got me into massage. Uh, and I made every mistake possible through my own business. Like it just, if, if there's something we talk about, whether, whether it is managing your money so incredibly well, and I know that's something you bang on about all the time. And I Rule number one. all the people you've Rule interviewed number- about things. Mm-hmm. Rule number one, <laughs> don't, don't fuck, fuck with the money. money. We don't fuck with this. Hashtag putting that everywhere, by the way, Ramona. Like it is it's a that great is rule. Gold. Absolutely it's, a, gold. it's the best rule. It's such a good rule. And I totally fucked with the money for a long time, like yeah. a long time. And because of that, we had none. And so yes. that meant that when we faced challenges, it was way harder. And now being able to help people understand things like profit first and that it's okay to make money and charge what you're worth and all the things. Uh, I was also blessed that my husband is now my business partner as well. uh, And he ran a digital marketing agency for 17 years. So we ran the businesses concurrently. And I think that worked really well because if he had a problem and he came to me and asked for help, and if he chose not to listen to what I said, I didn't care and vice versa. Uh, And then about five years ago, it literally is five years to the day. We had a celebration last Friday uh, that we, our powers combined and we've decided to start Massage Champions where we help them with the mindset, marketing and mechanics of their business to make everything work better and help them become a champion of what they do. Yeah, I love it. And I love having great people like Alicia on again. If you want more information, uh, uh, where can we follow you on Instagram? Obviously, since we're talking about it. So please do it. Massage Champions. Easy to find. Massage Champions. Um, See, that's massage the champions other store. thing. Make your Instagram thing make sense to your business. Yes. <laughs> we didn't talk about that because... Just, 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 but sometimes they think too hard. You want to make it super easy and not hard. Like underscores are great if you need them, uh, but make it simple and make it make sense. Um, If you have to abbreviate, like my business was called the Ocean Grove Remedial Massage Center. Also shortened shortened to OG Massage. You know, we weren't the original gangsters, but we're from Ocean Grove. So it made sense that it was OG Massage. (laughs) 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah, you can follow on Instagram real quick spotpreneurs. If you were like, okay, this is the fun conversation. I would like to have a private conversation with Ramona. I am opening up spots for private coaching. So what private coaching looks like is it's literally you and me. Um, I'm pretty similar to how I am now. We really customize what you want to work on in your business, whether it's you're about to hire a team and you're like, how do I start that? Cause I'm really good at helping with that. Or you're like, I need to get out of the treatment room. Cause I no longer want to rub bodies or pluck hairs or rip skin or do whatever it is that you do. And you want to hire other people to do it. That's always my favorite thing to talk about. Um, you can head over to spotpreneur.com and click the work with us button and sign up for an interview because I do not just let you pay me. Um, I like to interview in first solution before they work with me because I need to make sure energetically it fits. Cause I do have a real job. You're actually, well, actually it's blurry right now. She can't see my office, but I'm in my office right now. Um, also to head over to Facebook, our Facebook group, Spotpreneur Alliance, that's where you can talk to me and ask me questions and all the other stuff. So I'm going to do that. Alicia, do you have a Facebook group or anywhere else they can chat with you? Yeah, we have the Massage Business Support Group, uh, support, sorry, Massage Business Support Network. Um, again, free group on Facebook. Just come and ask you questions. And, you know, from what booking software should I choose to, you know, my whatever is being annoying and I can't handle my landlord or whatever. So, yeah, check us out. Yeah. And again, you know, it's okay. Like I know I went on a rant a couple months ago about don't crowdsource your business information, but I will say this, it's okay to gather information and then go make a decision using like grown up information. Yes. So anyway, Alicia, you've been a wonderful guest. I have one more question for you. And it's how I like to end my interviews. What is making you feel wealthy as you are in the future right now? Oh, you know what? There is nothing better than a really good quality towel to dry yourself in the morning. Yes. I fucking love good linen. After being, I think, in the massage industry for so long, I value and love good linen on my bed and gorgeous towels to dry ourselves with. And I think it's one of those things. It's like I will spend a lot of money on a few things. And every night when I go to bed and every morning when I get up and have a shower, I feel wealthy and like I'm living in abundance. That is a simple luxury item that I absolutely love. And I quite agree as I'm about to buy a new house. And you know what? I am making sure I'm throwing all my old towels I'm going to donate to the dog shelter so they are used well. Um, but I'm going to, that, that has inspired me. I'm just going to let my husband know he doesn't get to put the towels this time. Anyway, it is Alicia Cook at over for her and her husband, James, which is the best name for a husband, by the way, because my late husband's name was James. And those are often the best husbands. Anyway, check out her stuff. Check out, they have a podcast too. Go listen to them and their do- lovely Australian dulcet tones. And thank you so much for waking. Well, no, it's not that early for you. It's like, what? It's 10. 10- 1040 in the morning for you, but that's okay. And again, Spotpreneurs, we will check you out next week. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to Spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to make your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com. <laughs>